0: you're listening to podcasting made simple where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game i am your host alex sanfilippo today's episode features audio from a session of the latest pod Pros quarterly event To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode, and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 195. And now, please enjoy today's episode.
1: So I want to look at three ways that you can use live streaming as a podcaster. Okay, These are three very individual ways and I'm going to explain how they work and then how you could implement them yourself as a podcaster and you can decide either which one you want to do, all three. Or like one of th- one of all one of each, or you can actually make a bit of a hybrid and push these all together. And I want to make sure when you leave this, you've got an idea of how you could implement live streaming into your own podcast schedule. Now, the first thing we need to address is why would you live stream? Why is live streaming so good for podcasters? Because many podcasters might have this fear of not wanting to touch it. I know whenever I've spoken to podcasters before, some of them are quite reluctant they're nervous about it, and maybe don't want to even go near something they potentially don't understand. Other podcasters, by the way, have been doing it for a while, so there's ways in you can use it. But There are three main reasons why you will want to do live streaming and why I think it's something that you as a podcaster should consider doing. So the very first one is to build a community. So the problem we do have as podcasters, how many times we are constantly creating this content. And we can feel like we are talking into a void with nothing back. You know, there's nobody there. So building a community around your podcast, the live streaming allows you to do this. It allows you to really create a group of people, a tribe of people around you who get to tune into you each week, for example. That's one reason. Another reason is discoverability. How many times do we hear this as a podcaster that discovery and discoverability of a show is a problem? Live streaming can help with this because it can create more touch points for your show and increase the chance of someone actually finding it. And then the third reason is feedback. Kind of building upon the idea of podcast community, we actually get direct feedback from our listeners. So not only is it nice to know that people are listening, but also we get to hear what they want, what they like, what they don't like, and we can react in real time. And it means that your show becomes more tailored to the listeners and you become way more in tune. And that's why I think every podcaster should be considering, don't have to all do it, but they should be considering using live streaming whether you're a solo or an interview podcaster. Both of them are very, very good. So let's dive into the very first way that you could use live streaming as a podcaster. So the first way, I love to call this the after show. So the after show is very much similar to a a review and an unpacking of what the podcast has been. So, let me give you an example of how an after show would, would work. You are going to, if you release an episode every single Monday, for example, once a week, you would have a live show potentially on a Friday that would break down that show in more detail. This is really, really good. If This gives people, it's a bit like a book club, to be completely honest. Remember like the book clubs where you can sit down and talk about what you liked about the book, what you disliked. So you can have this after show. This is really great for people who are podcast hosts, with guests, but then want to give their potential take on what the guest said. So if you're trying to position yourself as an expert still, but you have guests on your show, you can talk about some of the learning points you took from the guest, the stuff you really liked. You could also, which is great with this, you can also bring that guest back on if they wanted to. I know with this to some of the interview shows I do, I might interview a guest and that show might not come out for eight weeks, nine weeks sometimes. One of my shows is literally like six months in advance. So having an after show and saying, look, the show that you've recorded has come out. Here's a, Here it is. Would you like to come back on and do a live? I do this live after show. Would you like to come on and answer questions from the audience and have that kind of feedback and, and get more involved and dive into certain topics? This is a great way of using it and, and using live streaming as that way. Another thing you can do, and I really love this one in this after show, is you can actually bring listeners into the live stream. So if you're using certain software, and there's tons out there that are very simple, you can bring community members, either if they're within a paid membership or a closed membership, whatever it may be, they can come up and they can be kind of guests on the after show. These, you know, these mini extra, like these extra show people get. It's very, very good and it creates incredible, um, kind of cohesive experience for you and your listeners. They feel like they're contributing to the show and it is by far really great for discovery because they will share with their friends and they will show more and more people. So this after show approach is so useful and so valuable. And just doing it once a week within maybe three to four days after your show airs. And it allows people to, like I said, come share their thoughts, share their opinions. And then from there, they're then excited. You can also queue up the next episode and make sure they're ready to listen to that one too. Now, the next way you could use live streaming, and like I said, bear in mind, you can make a mixture of all of these. I'm just giving you three kind of ways in which you could do it. The next one is what you call an idea farm. So if you are like me and are always looking for new episode ideas, new potential guests, new potential um, avenues to explore as a podcaster, then an idea farm as a live stream is a great way to do this. Now, how you would do this is you are effectively heavily leaning on Q&A. So you would do a once a week Q&A into a closed group or into a YouTube channel, wherever you decide to put it, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you want. But you will put this live q and I like to call mine my power hour. That's why I call my one. But I do this like live Q&A And this allows people to then come and ask questions to you. And it can be asking questions about anything that you do, anything you specialize in. Very good, by the way, for shows that are very niche. So if your podcast is exceptionally niche around a very specific topic, this is really cool. Now, the reason why I call it an idea farm is that what you do is you will be answering these live questions questions there and that's great but once the live is finished you want to make note of all the questions that came up and then you can then go off and you can either if you're doing some solo episodes you could answer these questions in solo or if you're at an interview show which most people are and and, you know hats off to you that's great then what you can do is you can actually start to look for guests to answer this specific question you're going after very specific questions that you know your community, your listeners have asked for. So now what's happening is you're creating episodes and curating guests for your listeners, which again creates this amazing, amazing, cohesive experience that most people massively overlook. And I think that's like I say what podcasts lack is this back and forth. So incorporating a live stream element to it is great. So I really love this idea farm and it, I really do think that it's something that most podcasters could use their arsenal. I know for me, I have lists and lists of questions that my audience has asked me that I've answered in a Q&A. So they have had their answer. You're not leaving them hanging, but then I've gone away and I've curated ideas around that specific thing. and I have, no joke, like hundreds of them now from the lives that I've done just there in a box ready to go and get to them if I need them, well, if, when I need them. Now, the final type of um, podcast episode that you can do within a live stream is actually recording the episode. And this, is, I think, is the one that most people default to. They go to this straight away. That's the one they think of when they think let's do podcasting and live streaming at the same time. Now, this is actually a lot harder than people think, can be done, very, very useful and great if you follow a certain format usually. So these live streaming of podcasts, you want to follow a three-step, there's kind of a three-section format I would recommend normally when this comes in. Because the problem you have with live streaming, before I dive into those three things, the problem you have with live streaming and podcasting together is that live streaming very much leans upon you being interactive with your community. Massively, massively leans upon the interaction between you and the audience. However, podcasting not so much is it? It's very intimate, so when you're podcasting, you're intimate it's it's me talking to you as a person, and obviously it might be a very big, large amount of people listening, but it's very intimate because they're in their ears so this is where I see podcasting and live streaming often fall down when I try to, when I see podcasters attempting to try and do live. Podcasts. Now, I'm not saying it's not possible and there is a formula that you can follow if this is the way you would like to use live streaming. So the first, what we want to do is you would set your time each week and you will have what we call, the first section is what we call the meet and greet. This is when the podcast will go live and you would go live and you would say, you know, hope everyone is okay and you'd you'd welcome people in and you'd have a chat and if the guest is there, by the way, you might have a chat with the guest and whatever. You might, and this will take maybe five, 10 minutes. What this does is it allows you to really interact with your community who have turned up. They're there, they're excited. It's pre-show, I like to call it the pre-show and it is, it's like a pre-show meet and greet. You're having a chat, you're catching up you're, you know, you're just really creating that kind of cohesive experience with you and your listeners. And then, so you're fully engaged with them. And you can have the guest in there if you wanted to at that point. Or sometimes you might have the guest outside, sat in the green room, just saying, look, I'm going to be live for about 5-10 minutes chatting, and then I'm going to bring you in. What you then do is, you, or you can bring them in straight away, and I think that's quite cool as well. It's however you feel comfortable with it. What you would then do is you will then move into the section, section two, which is the podcast episode recording. Now, this section is where you are going to record the podcast. Now, this is really important to have no engagement with the audience, unless that is part of the show, but very difficult to do. But normally, no engagement with the audience. You and and your guest, or you if you're a solo show, however it may be, you two are going to be back and forth. You're going to be engrossed in delivering the content for the listener, making sure this is going to be really great on the replay. All of that has to be thought about. And you effectively leave these people to watch. And they're getting chance now. What the, what, where the enticing thing for this is that these your listeners, your hardcore fans, have got access to recordings, like literally live recording of this show. They get first access. And they will turn up. You do this consistently and they will show up. But, but this is really interesting. So if your show is an hour, that's fine. If it's half an hour, whatever it may be, make sure that you stick to that and you do not engage. No matter how many little comments are pinging up in the corner, all of that stuff, try and stay focused and focus in on the guest and delivering the value. Close the show out so the show is completely finished. And then once that show is finished, what you then want to do is you move to step three, part three, and that is the live Q&A. So this is where you then turn right back to your guests, to your audience, sorry, with your guests, and you say, okay, how is everyone? Did you enjoy the show? This is what it is. And then you go back into that chat and you will scroll through that chat and answer any questions that people may have while that chat is live. So while that podcast is going, they will be adding their questions and then you can answer them and you can answer them with the guest. This is amazing because it creates, again, all of it in one place. It allows your hardcore listeners to really get interactive interactivity with your guests, but also allows you to um, kind of... Don't like the word, but it is like kill two birds with one stone. I don't really like that as a vegan. But yeah, like effectively, you're you're able to do a lot more things in one place. It does require a bit of prep, does require a bit of training of your listeners. But when done correctly and when done over a long period of time and they start to understand this is the format, you will really see and reap the rewards. Now, when it comes to your podcast then, what you would want to do is go in and clip where the episode starts, so you get rid of all of the pre-show, and you would get rid of all of the Q&A, and you're left in the middle with this really great podcast that you've recorded. Now, you can then edit it up if you wanted to and do all of that stuff, but you're left with a pre-recording, a and it will probably it will be video-based as well, so that recording, if it's live on YouTube, it can stay on YouTube, but you could also upload the full live video, the full video as just the episode to YouTube as well if you wanted. So there's a lot of things you could do with, the, with this live and live recording a podcast. So why should you podcast and live stream at the same time? And why should you be live streaming as a podcaster? Well, it goes right back to what I said at the beginning. You want to build a community. You want to increase your discoverability and you want to get that feedback from your listeners so you can create the best show and you can change and modify yourself in real time. So you can choose any one of these three. They don't. You can make a hybrid version of them. You can have an after show. You can record it live and have an after show. There's no one size fits all. But one thing is very, very certain and I'm really a big believer of this is that you, if you're a podcaster you should be looking at live streaming quite seriously for one very specific reason. Make sure that you give your listeners the access that they are wanting. They are craving it. They want to be able to support you, talk to you, and be able to have their voice heard within the shows they love. And when you do this, you are giving them exactly what
0: they want. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podproscom 195. Thank you again for listening, and I'm looking forward to bringing you another Masterclass episode next week.